Welcome to the Surly Horns Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 6. And holy shit, how did we get to Episode 6 so fast? We've got a pretty good show for you today. We're a little bit light on material because the world seems like it's slowing down, especially when it comes to the recruiting landscape. RGB3, how are you doing today? I'm good. I won a shit ton of cash on, at the Super Bowl, so everybody else that called it boring can uh, fuck off because uh, I had a great time watching it. It was fantastic. I didn't get to bet at all on the game. I, I, I just, uh, my friend that is my proxy betting uh, person because you have to, you know, they make it so hard to gamble on the internet these days. You got to like send Bitcoin to this guy and that guy, and then you're all fucked up and. I'll get you with my bookie. No big deal. Yeah, yeah I'll get you yeah. with my guy. So <laughs> so I, I didn't get to bet on the game because I was going to prop bet on all kinds of weird stuff, right? I was going to, if oh, yeah. you know, I was always my bet best, on, biggest bets of the year. Like the Gronk touchdowns over under. I bet that was over. You know, I, th- there's tons of money to be made. Did you see the, the, not the MyPillow CEO, not that guy. The- <laughs> We're not going down that path. <laughs> no, 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 no cloak room here. Uh, but the <laughs> the CEO of the furniture store is the, that's he's the mattress Mac guy, right? Mattress Mac, yeah, everybody knows him. Yeah, down in Houston, mattress Mac, man, he's the best. Three point two million dollars. Yeah, every year with the Astros. Yeah, yeah, it's a that's a, that's a he check, won three point two million dollars. Oh, but he, he, so everybody always gets up in arms about those, especially down in Houston, like, oh man, Mattress Mac, you know, he's going to lose all this money, $14 million on the Astros. He insures that. So, you know, he's really not out. And usually actually the way he insures it now is pretty cool. He he'll go to casinos and bet the opposite way. Um, basically kind of doubling down. So like when the Astros were uh, going to win the world series, everybody came in and bought just a, a, a shit ton of mattresses and, he went to the casinos and bet on the Astros. So, hey, if the Astros win, everybody wins. If the Astros lose, I win. So, uh, yeah, he's he's he put in a couple bigger bets than I did. Uh, on, but hey, you know, I, I got I got you, you. Just can't bet against Brady. I tell everybody. I told everybody on the lead up to it. You just can't bet against the guy. I don't know. I, that was uh, I, you know, Brady had a great game. Um, let's not let's not confuse anything. Brady did have a very good game. On the stat line, on the stat sheet, awesome game. Watching the game, had a really awesome game. Didn't have hardly any mistakes. Um, but let's give credit where credit's due. That offensive line got torched. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, it's not even that the Bucks D is that powerful. It's that that offensive line, they literally couldn't block shit. It was it was embarrassing. A drunk Tom Brady from the from the parade could block better. <laughs> Hell, a Holy drunk Tom Brady could shit. probably still beat the 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 Chiefs the way that that front seven was after Mahomes. And you know, everybody's saying you know Pat Mahomes didn't have a single touchdown. The the throws that that man made, that one where he was literally diving matrix style on the ground, and he put a dart that hit the guy in the helmet. Unbel- I've never. I didn't know that was humanly possible. It shouldn't be. He was, he was, 
It was so pathetic. They they had like stone hands. He was pegging people in the face with the football as he was being tackled 40 or 50 yards downfield. Don't say pegging. Uh, now this now this might come back to Surly. <laughs> I hope that now this does come back. I hope you've been listening to the podcast now this. Uh, but, you know, Patrick Mahomes, nailing dudes, nailing dudes in the dome. That's how accurate it's an, it's crazy. His physical his physical ability is is nuts and his ability to see the field and, and make space. There is something to be said, even though he had the worst QBR in, in, in Super Bowl history. And it wasn't the worst performance in Super Bowl history from a quarterback. that I've God, seen. no, maybe statistically. But um, when when you get the full story of what was actually going on with that guy. Mad respect to Patrick Mahomes. He's gonna he's gonna be back in the Super Bowl several more times in his career. Twenty five years old, like oh yeah, the dude's gonna have at least probably ten more appearances. Yeah, but he probably won't win another one until Brady retires. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and who knows when that's gonna be? I don't know. Maybe 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 Brady finally tasted tequila for the first time, and he's like, man, you know what? This tastes pretty good. You know, it's better than waking up at four a.m. to go throw footballs. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna become a lush the rest of my life. Oh, dude, pretty soon he's going to be sponsored by Fleshlight and just be eating burgers. <laughs> <laughs> just get on the Johnny Manziel train. Just <laughs> he's going to come down and eat at Pinkerton's. Just trash in hotel rooms and shit. And just full rock star. Hey, oh, there you man. go. Yeah, that, that's when you know uh, it's time to hang him up was when, you know, Brady's just got a mouthful of candy paint ribs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So... Talking about something that makes me happy and is really fun. And I'm going to transition into something that just makes me fucking pissed off. Like just outside, outside my brain pissed off because I cannot believe, I cannot believe how big of a piece of shit you are. Anwar Richardson, you fucking asshole. What were you thinking? Like, Awful. Set aside, set aside that you're a journalist and you're trying to break stories and, and it's your job. Like, I don't give a fuck if it's your job. What were you thinking as a fucking human being? Releasing scoops like that that you didn't fucking confirm with the player, with the player's family, or give them Parents, time yeah. to talk about it? Yeah. For those, yeah, for those that don't know, uh, Anwar Richardson decided to uh, tweet out randomly that Darian Brown, who unfortunately, when he was graduating high school, so he's a Texas signee, um, running back, coming in to play for Texas, um, he had a stroke um, his senior year of high school. Awful. Just terrible situation. Couldn't talk, couldn't walk. They thought it's a medical miracle that he's even he's even on the 40, let alone able to work out. Yeah, he's working out, you know, I, and and, you know, what an incredible story, something that we should be bragging from the rooftops about. Hey, look how, you know, the progress this guy's made when he had something so debilitating. They were worried he was not going to be, well, frankly, alive, you know, let alone, you know, somebody that can come in and, and you know, get a UT degree. And Anwar Richardson decides to just randomly tweet out that um, he's medically retired and. Uh, Darian Brown, Darian Brown immediately responded and said, what? No, I'm not. Who said that? <laughs> he said his football career is over. And then uh, Darian Brown, you know, tweeted back like almost immediately and was like, I ain't done playing football news to me. And then and then Darian Brown's dad got in, in the fray 
and was like, you know, as this kid's player's father, like, this is news to me, too. I, You know, I'd love to know where you got this from. And then this motherfucker doubles down. Doubles down. He doubles down. No, just delete the tweet, bro. Delete the tweet or just say, hey, you know what? I messed up. I'm sorry. I didn't get enough background. You know, I want to apologize to the Brown family. Instead, he said, nope, double down. Bam. Tweets it again. Unreal. What a fucked up situation that is. Yeah, fuck you, Anwar. Imagine telling a kid, hey, you're done playing. Yeah, like, unreal. He And you could tell what, you know, I know exactly what happened in this situation. What happened was he talked to the medical staff um, for Texas. And basically they told him, like, hey, look, we're not going to be able to clear him. You know, he's basically medi- medically retired. Um, and then he just decides to tweet it out. Um, without any regard, it, I mean, fuck, it's a damn near HIPAA violation shit. <laughs> you know, like it's crazy. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy that any human being can be so callous to a situation like that. Um, I mean, let the, pl- let the player announce it, you know, let, let the guy that it is going to be affected by it for the rest of his life announce something that important and especially make sure it's confirmed with the player that he even knows what the hell he's talking about unreal it's just i mean it really it's disgusting it's disgusting and anwar if you're listening you should fucking think about you should really think about what you fucking do right especially when it's about these young men's lives like this and and you know we all talk shit and you know i've i've called out some recruits on here and just fucking around but this is this is beyond that right this is and i've got my serious voice on now like like seriously fuck you dude yeah I mean, he has a son. He is a father. Imagine as a father, I'm a father. Uh, you're a father. Imagine somebody tweeting that out about your kid before they've had a chance to even talk to you. I'd be furious. I'd throw hands. Are you kidding me? Just ridiculous. And what happened was Tom Herman, you know, they were the mouthpiece for Tom Herman, which was great run Orange Bloods for the four years that Tom Herman was here. But guess what? Now he's gone. And so they're desperate. They want to be first in everything. So they're just going to run with shit like this. And it's going to be just gross. And I expect nothing less than from Jeff Ketchum's fat ass. So Anwar, feel free to drop by uh, the Surly Horns tailgate this season when we have one. Shout out to Pinkerton's Barbecue. And we'll have fucking Durka shoulder check your ass. (laughs) And close to jumping, we'll race you in a 40. All right, let's get let's move on from this pissed off shit. Yeah, news. better. Yeah, more news. Yeah, let's 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 stay sad. I guess I guess it's sad. I don't know. At this point, I'm not worried. You know, the staff's in place so well. But Brian Carrington officially going to USC. Best of luck to you. Fun while it lasted. I love the yeah, shit. Best of luck. I think his you know his wife is isn't she like Instagram famous or or on TikTok or some shit? You know, she's, I mean, and he wants him, to be a, right? he wants to be a coach on the field too. He doesn't just want to be a recruiting guy. And I think this USC thing's kind of like a assistant running back coach kind of thing, kind of like samples was here um, where eventually it's going to land him some kind of running back tight end coach job. That's really just a bag man. Um, but the real question is, it, is are you going to get rid of him? Is is he uh he he's not on the recruiting side. I knew that, but is he um he's not an analyst, right? Is he a he's like an assessment, like a running back assessor or something? I, something like that. I don't know what it is. I bet you it's it's kind of like an uh it's a like on campus recruiting role plus kind of learn the ropes. Like my guess is he's gonna take this, you know, job from USC, become an assistant running back coach for I don't know. 
UCLA or some shit, and then parlay that into a running back coach job at like SMU. Um, you know, it, it kind of basically kind of what Samples did. I think he was like a uh, on you know uh, on campus recruiter slash wide receiver assistant for U of H, and then he did the same thing when Herman came here for the running backs, and then he parlayed that into the wide receiver gig for um SMU so and now I he's you know talking about getting poached from a bunch of big guys so I'm guessing he's trying to follow that same track which makes sense anyway I mean good luck to him he did awesome while he was here at at Texas you know covered up a lot of damn uh, damn good recruiting classes yeah covered up uh, yeah covered up a lot of uh Herman's bullshit I think you know covered up a lot of that I mean imagine how bad if it it would it could have been if we didn't have him um, you know, I think there are a lot of people that can do that, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he covered for guys like Wareheim and, you know, Oscar Giles and, you know, he, he covered a lot of that up, but now, you know, um, sure. He could have been an asset if he stayed at Texas. Um, but if you really think about it, every single other assistant is so good that it just doesn't matter in the aggregate. Um, they can cover themselves now instead of having to, you know, need that backup support. So, um, you know, the real question is, though, are you going to get rid of the shush emojis on the recruiting board? No way. No way. Does it stay? Or does a, it stay that here? was a gift. That was a gift. That's a, <laughs> that, that doesn't follow him. That That's a, that's our thing now. Yep. S- stolen. We, just like we stole all your fucking coaches. Yeah. All your coaches are belong to us. <laughs> speaking uh, of coaches. Let's go on to a lighter note. Yeah. Speaking of coaches, Drayton Stan. Yeah. He told the Eagles he to go fuck nowhere. The Eagles, get the fuck out of here, Philadelphia. Staying on the 40. No, that's good. Um, keeps Bijan happy, which keeps RGB3 happy. So that's all that really matters. Shit, dude. Keep blue. Keep this blue kid yeah, happy. Blue. Wow. Hell yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, he's I mean, he's already done his work for the year uh, get, getting blue. And I'm sure it's probably going to be a two running back class. So I'm, I'd imagine he's going to get maybe Jamarian Miller or uh, Tavoris Jones out of El Paso. Um, one of those two guys join in or hell, we go national now, baby. We don't have to. Stay yeah, we go national. We're fucking we're, we're we'll talk about it a little bit later, but we're uh we're raiding California pretty hard right now. We're going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. <laughs> Brew McCoy's coming back, probably. Yeah, let's. Oh let's yeah, fuck that. that. Well, I mean, remember Keontae went to go get him. So like, yeah, yeah that's right. Awesome. They're coming right back, baby. All right, then we got Drew Hughes. Yeah, he's officially out because I guess he was part of the bag bag dropping thing at, at Tennessee. So he got he got caught because not only that, I'm guessing he's going to get hit with a show cause because he is going to the NFL. So you know shit got bad whenever it's like, hey, look, I, I can't get cleared to Texas. I think the, I think Arkansas was looking at him, couldn't get cleared at Arkansas. So he's like, well, NFL job sounds about right now. Is he going to go work for the incredible coaching staff that's all college coaches <laughs> with Urban Meyer in Jacksonville? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, then they realize, okay, we hired this guy, and it turns out he's just a bag man. We don't really need any of those. But yeah, so I don't know who they're going to bring in. I think I've heard the uh, Oregon guy, Cooper Pategna or something like that. Um, I'm good with Oregon. They drop bags. So come to come to the 40 and drop bags for us. That's all I care yeah, about. Yeah. So I'm actually kind of glad, you know, it's it's Thursday. Um, we're recording this at a way different time. There's light outside. I'm not drunk. Uh, <laughs> yeah. kinda, this is the most sobriety we've shit. ever been on this microphone. So, <laughs> uh, But really good news. Since we did wait, some great Great news dropped for us. Some breaking news, so to speak. The 2021 
well, the Big 12 schedule, but more importantly, the Texas football schedule. We know when we're where we're going. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. Let's start. Let's start at the top and work our way all the way down. Hey, start and, a spring game, too, because I'm already ex- – That's this is by far the most yeah, excited I've been for white. a spring game. Yeah, April 24th. Who's going to start? So we got to pick QB, 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 who starts for the orange. All right. I'm saying – I'm going card. I'm going card. Yeah, I was, I was going to say card. I think card starts ah, orange. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I figured we'd yeah, actually yeah, argue awesome. about something yeah, for yeah. the first time. No, no, no. That's. <laughs> I think so, too. Um, yeah, but I, I'm excited about that game. I, I'm hoping uh, that this this you know the Rona uh, keeps going on the downward trajectory that it's going, and and maybe we can see the orange and white game in in person, and and maybe get some uh, surly interviews with some of the players. Absolutely, yeah. Let's get some yeah. Let's get that media credential and uh, and get some surly interviews and hey, and maybe a surly tailgate. Uh, it sounds pretty damn nice right about now. I'm 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 ready to move on from masks and get down to some beer chugging. Oh yeah. So what do we got? We got. Let's go through the home schedule actually instead of just top to bottom. Let's go through the home schedule. Talk about our feelings after we get through. Um, but RGB three, can you show me a loss? Uh, I haven't seen one yet, um, but I also been saying that since like 2004. So uh, everybody knows me and predictions already. So I'm not going to make one right here. <laughs> All right. So the home schedule: we got Louisiana on September 4th. We got Rice. La la. Yeah, Rice September 18th. Really looking forward to that halftime show. Uh, tag. Yeah, I was about to say. Hopefully, they bring their band at least. Yeah, September twenty fifth. Yeah, but leave our band, leave our leave our band at home. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they're they're staying home anyway. So, uh, Oklahoma State should be a good one. Probably the best home game, honestly. Um, looking at it, um, I mean, really, it's Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Texas Tech is really kind of all we got. I mean, it's kind of a shitty home schedule. Um, it's uh, it's 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 one of the worst. It's one of the worst home schedules that I think I can I can remember. Yeah, no TCU, no West Virginia, no Iowa State. Even Arkansas is not here. You know, even that would have been a good game. That is that is such a bummer that the the two out of conference games are. Uh, I mean, Rice is always fun. Uh, j- just that's just always it's a fun quarter zero right? game is always fun. Yeah. Um. The the Louisiana game. I kind of a head scratcher for me. Um, I I wonder how much control they're going to give because that you know they give Saban almost full control over over the Alabama schedule. I wonder how much they're going to let Sarkeesian just say, "Nah, fuck it, we don't want to play Louisiana." They're like buy them out. Let's play somebody else. I mean, we're scheduled out. I mean, God, to like twenty twenty eight or something crazy. I mean, after the Arkansas home and home, I think it, I mean it goes straight to Bama home and home, and then. I think, isn't it like Ohio State and Michigan flip-flopped or something like that um, mm-hmm. coming up? I mean, yeah, there's there's some heavy hitters. And it's always nice to have that one kind of marquee out-of-conference game. And, you know, but this year, Arkansas, they I mean, they're kind of on the home opener. A home opener in, in, in ULALA, I mean, that I, I'm going to be super excited, and I'm going to get drunk, and I'm going to have a great time. But yeah. they were 10-1, and one and they beat – they beat Iowa State last year. I mean, ten and one. That Billy Napier, he's angling for that LSU job. I mean, there. I'm a little. I mean, 
I'm a little nervous. I, you know, I'm I'm not going to say Maryland, but I just did. <laughs> and it, I mean, it, I'm not going to be some Debbie Downer, but it, that's definitely one I don't think anybody should be looking over. Um, you know, it might not be the marquee name, but it could be a, a fight with a new scheme, new coach. Um, they're bringing back the most uh, FBS starters of any uh, fo- any team in college football. I think I've got to like- stop you. Stop hyping this game. We're going to fucking steamroll all <laughs> gas, no breaks. It's going to be fucking all 52 right, yeah. to nothing. Fuck you, Louisiana. I feel a lot it's better. really unfortunate that you had to be the first game uh, uh, of the first of the cockroaches that we must stomp. Yeah, hey, I, I'll feel a lot better after that game is played and we beat them 72 to nothing than the feeling I got after Herman's first game <laughs> and oh then the God. first game of his next season. Oh, my God. All right, so let's talk about, about the away schedule. We got September 11th uh, at Arkansas. Never uh, forget. You know, Woo Pig Suey, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, my wife my wife went to Arkansas, too, so that should be an interesting one uh, in the RGB3 household. So uh-huh. um, Punch her in the head. <laughs> we don't condone that here. Yeah. <laughs> wife, if you're listening, uh, Oct- I won't. <laughs> October 2nd at TCU in Fort Worth. Um, you know, always Please a good time. Them. If you haven't made it up to that Please stadium to, to watch, I mean, I, I'm assuming that we're going to have in-person stadium stuff um I, I would say it's, it's a good it's a good away game to to go and um go to Amon carter stadium and and you know get the lay of the land in fort worth plenty of plenty of hot tail to look at at that stadium they get rowdy um should be it should be a pretty good game god i hope so i just please don't lose to him i'm so tired of losing to tcu i'm so tired of losing to sweaty gary i can't do it anymore we gotta win that game I'll feel a lot better. I mean, if you can, if you, I mean, if you're, I mean, uh, I guess I would be make it five and zero going into Oklahoma. That's that's what I'm looking for because at TCU followed immediately by Oklahoma. That's a back. That's a tough. Actually, three games back to back to back. It's TC at TCU, Oklahoma, and then Oklahoma State right after um, before our bye week. So that's, I mean, that's a tough three games. That's really going to be kind of the true test of the season. Yeah, and uh, I, I mean, I'm always excited about the Red River rivalry. We'll, we'll see. Um, we got to see how everything plays out. Lee Harvey's, if if we're not on, you know, COVID protocol, we're we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it big at Lee Harvey's. Hell yeah! So, Hell yeah! We'll be there. And then I'll give away. I'll give a hundred a hundred dollars worth of coupons away at Lee Harvey's. Hey, there we go. Love it. Myself. Oh, that good. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, we always talk 10 big booters at Pluckers. Let's see what we can do at Lee Harvey's. Oh, man. Yeah, we, I mean, I think one time we drank him out of Shiner. So, <laughs> Hey, that sounds like a challenge. I'm up for yeah. it. Then, and then, you know, at Baylor on October 30th. Um, Thanks, Chuck. Yeah, fuck Waco. And, fuck and if Waco. you're and if you're a female listener, just don't go to don't go to Waco. We don't know the situation there. There still. Just be careful. That, then at Iowa State, which is usually just kind Another of a, tough one. A, a, a head scratcher, and you, you always kind of hope because that's a hard stadium to play in, and it's a it's a far game, yeah. and you know it's a it's a different November, mentality. Probably there, snow. But now they got Matt Campbell just just rocking out up yeah. there. They they got a five star culture with Purdy still there, fucking three stars. Yeah, Purdy still there. I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah that, that's going to be a tough one. That's. Yeah, I mean, especially yeah, November probably snowing. It's going to be cold. Um, 
but yeah, that, that that's definitely one to circle on the calendar before, um, you know, we get the, we get our second bye week with Kansas that next, that next week afterwards. So it's going to be kind of all out um, for that Iowa state game. And then at West Virginia. Yeah. Which I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to have, I, after Pinkerton, I don't even know who their head coach is anymore. Right, Dana Holgerson left. I literally don't. I I couldn't tell you who their head coach is. It's and the I feel uh, bad about Appalachian that. State guy, right? It's uh, or the former Appalachian State guy. I should know I have this. No idea. Look at look I, at us genius not. podcast hosters that don't know the West Virginia head coach's name. No, no. I think that's just how irrelevant they are. Uh, you know, it's just going to be a. And and right after Kansas too, it's just Kansas. Neil Brown, I knew it. I didn't. I didn't Google that, guys. I knew that. I, it just came to me. <laughs> but yeah, either way, I hear. I hear it's crazy at West Virginia. Uh, yeah, uh, Grant Pinkerton was telling us that if you go to a road game, that's the one you got to go to. Um, he said it's an awesome. He said the crowd's awesome. So I think uh, if I'm going to if I'm going to be traveling to one of these far ones, I think this is uh, that's that's going to be my go to. All right, so we're going to do this, and we're going to put this in so that it will be archived forever, forever. on how bad RGB3 is at predicting anything. And then we're we'll go in and delete it when I'm wrong. Scores. <laughs> talk to top-to-bottom scores. All right, okay, okay, so I'm starting with the spring game, and I'm going to count that as a win um, because A&M did it that one year to get bowl eligible. They counted their spring game as a win. So, you know, that was their sixth win, so I'm putting us down for a win in the spring game. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Uh, any score predictions there? Uh, all gas, no breaks. 70 to 70. No We're, the defense is going to look like dog shit. We're just going to put up too many points. 70 to 69? We got a 69 yeah. there? No, tie game. 70-70. 70-70. There we go. Or they call it because because it's midnight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Louisiana. I'm going uh 44-21 Texas. Oh, okay. All right. I'm feeling good. I think we I think we're going to put some put some numbers up and they're not going to be ready for PK's defense. Okay. Arkansas. That's going to be a hard one. And I'm going 32-28 Texas. Show me a loss, right? You're gonna say I thought you were gonna say Arkansas. I was close. Actually, I wasn't. I was gonna drive to Houston and everybody's gonna fight me because I'm gonna be so fucking wrong on these predictions. (laughs) I'm gonna get this. Why we're doing this? Because you're you're the best at being so wrong. It's I should be I should be picking opposite. Rice. All right, I'm going uh, 64 to three. We give up a last second field goal. How do you even get to 64 points before we move on? Oh, I was talking about first quarter. Yeah, first yeah. quarter, 54 points. <laughs> how, what's the math behind 64? How, do, how, do you, how can no you get idea. to 64? Eight, eight. Is that eight touchdowns with two-point conversions? That's, that's nine touchdowns and 9.14. So we'll see. I don't know. Something, some crazy shit's going to happen. There's a lot of safeties. Um, they're not going to be yeah. ready for that. Um, Sark, just go for Sark, two every if you're time. Listening. Sark, if you're listening, eight touchdowns, go for two every time. If, you, if you're going to go for it. two against anybody, you may as well troll Rice, right? Just practice and, and then, that point. <laughs> That's a, oh man. Okay. We got Tech uh, next. Tech. Tech, 
Got to be an awful defense. I, and by the way, just so everybody on the uh, listening to the podcast knows, I know nothing about these teams. Like I said, we're not football geniuses. I'm just going off of historically <laughs> what I know about these teams. And Texas Tech is going to be terrible. It's, you're going with your plums. You're going yeah, with your plums. Always the plums. Uh, 55-19 Texas. There you go. So you show me a loss. Show me a loss. TCU. TCU. Oh, shit. Speaking of losses. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I don't want to pick this one. Um, you have to. All right. I'm going to say uh, 38 to 34, Texas. Mm. I'm I'm nervous about be, that one. That's going to be that close. Huh? It, I think it's going to be last second kind of shit. I think it's going to be, I mean, Sweaty Gary just. This isn't the Tom Hurley era, bro. Hey, I know, but you know, uh, sometimes I'm, I, I know my foot's on the brakes a little bit, but I'm still picking Texas. So I'll get no the break. TCU is going to score the second most points on PK's defense in the last six seasons. It's the sweaty Gary voodoo magic, the Fatterson <laughs> magic that I will never understand. He made Keontae stretch out for that, that touchdown. I mean, it's just always something, always something. All right. Oh, you. All right. No, let's pick this one last. I I don't I don't want okay, yeah. to think yeah. about pick it. Pick it last. Yeah. It makes me nervous. I'm sw- I'm turning into fucking sweaty big batters. <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma State. It. Oklahoma State. I'm going I'm ready. We're going to put up a number on them. Ready for it? 58 21 Texas. I like that. This one's like going to be a statement. It's going to be a statement. I feel it. I, you know, they have Spencer Sanders, but they lose Chuba Hubbard. They, they, they lose Wallace. Uh, I think there's a there's a good chance Gundy's being a little bit of a rebuild. Um, I know their offensive line sucked last year too. I mean, Osai just wrecked them. So yeah, I think we're going to put up a number on them. By week, I'm counting by week as a win. All by week is a win. Yeah. So yeah, right now we're we're bowl eligible already, baby. Just between the spring game and and the bye weeks, we're good. Boom. <laughs> all right baylor uh so at no means no stadium um i'm gonna go with uh <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say um i'm gonna say we put up a number on them as well it's 44 to 16 texas okay iowa state all right iowa state i'm gonna say hardest game of the year besides oklahoma and tcu um, I'm going to do the same same score as uh, as with TCU. I'm going to say 34-20. Uh, let's go 34-24 Texas. I like that. I like that. I like that. All gas, no breaks. But, yeah, but, it, but it's closer than the uh, score says. I think it's it's kind of like within a touchdown, we get a last second kind of field goal to seal it. But it's it's it, that is going to be a close one. Yeah. I mean, so you've got you've got Sark getting held under. 35 twice already on the season. Yeah. Well, and and we, yeah. I could see so, it. I, I'm, I'm not even answer this one for you. I'm thinking Kansas, a hundred to zero. Cause we're going to make yeah, what, what was the rice score. Just rewrite the rice score. <laughs> <laughs> Just rewrite the rice score. It's yeah. It, whatever it is. It's, I, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's at this point, it's just, it's a, it's like I said, it's a second bye week. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> West Virginia, and they're and they're West no Virginia. Uh, I'm <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going uh, 38, 38, 14, 
Texas. Okay. And then K-State. K-State, I'm going – I think we beat them pretty big. I, I, I think that coach is solid. Um, my great, guess is this is his last year. Here. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't do that at North Dakota State and win all those championships and just be a shit coach. I remember all the Kansas State fans were bitching about it. Like, are you kidding me? This guy's won more championships than, like, anyone besides Saban. And, like, I don't care what level it's at. You're going to Kansas State. I mean, it. I think the dude's going to get poached by somebody pretty damn big. Um, you know, maybe like a Nebraska, Michigan. I think he'd be a good fit at Michigan. I think, I think he's going to be pretty damn good this year. Um, but I still think Texas pulls it out. I think it's um, – Let's go uh, 36-21 Texas. Oh, dang. Okay. We're going to we're, we're circling back. All right. To OU. I know I say all gas, no breaks, but I'm going to do a little bit of a break before I get to some more extra gas after this. So I'm going to say we lose the Red River. I think it stays in Norman, unfortunately. Um, my guess is we lose 44-34 uh, to 34 um, before we beat the ever loving shit out of them in the Big 12 championship, 55 to 22. Oh, that I like that. I like that. That's I, it. I mean, I'd like, I'd like, I'd like no losses better. And then you have I, number four Texas playing Alabama in the college football playoff. Mark it okay. down. Can't wait right. to be wrong. I'm an asshole. <laughs> Sorry for ruining the 2021 season. Okay. All right. We're, Year one, Sark, Saban, playoffs. Yep, and of course, no the rematch in twenty twenty two when we face them as a as a yeah, it's it's coming. Where where's the national championship game this year? No idea. I hope New Orleans. <laughs> oh, it's not. I it can't hope be New Orleans. Anyway, we'll figure that out for some other podcast, and because we'll, we'll, we'll need about, to, because yeah. we're confident. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling it in the plums. Always. All right. That's super exciting stuff. We got to talk about something that brings no. us back down to earth. I bought and, it. I and, bought in smashing fucking brutal fashion. I bought some clippers and I'm going to mail them to Shaka. The hair's got to go now. You know, the hair's, <laughs> hair's, you know, the hair was cool. The hair was cool, but you know, now it's starting to look a little fucked up. I'm <laughs> it's, it's starting to look a little bit like old Shaka. A lot like old Shaka. I mean, even Kansas State. So, okay, so we blow the Oklahoma State game in two overtimes. We had no business losing that game. If you look at the stats, the stat lines for both of these games, but especially that game, that that's embarrassing. Yeah. It's, yeah, and then Kansas State. So I barely watched the Kansas State hand, hand up. I watched, I watched the, you know, the last five minutes, but we're having to hit free throws down the stretch. Against Kansas State, we were up 20 at one point. We're up 20. Kansas State. It's he's it's it's a, it's incredible how Shaka built up all this goodwill that had been gone. I mean, we had Durka on the podcast, and then he follows up Durka with these two bad boys, these terrible ass games. I mean, he's still gonna make the tournament, but I mean, we were talking one seed, what, three episodes ago? And now we're like, I mean, what? Fifth seed, maybe. I, uh, I mean, they're going to make the tournament. Uh, I still think, you know, they, they get 16. past. They get they get past the first weekend. 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I still think they could be a Sweet 16 team. I think the shots need to start falling. They got to keep hitting their free throws, which, you know, at least they did that better. But still, it's he's losing a lot of goodwill. They got to get their mojo back. Something something happened where they, they, they've yeah. lost their mojo. And what like so if what do you think it would take for Shaka to get fired this year? Do you think Sweet 16 or bust? Do you think if he wins one? And is out. Do you think he's gone? Uh, I think if he, I think he loses uh, on the first weekend, he's out. Got to. Yeah, I think it's I mean, an unacceptable performance. Yeah, it's yeah, and I mean, he was COVID saved his ass last year. COVID and Greg Brown um, coming here saved his ass last year. And yeah, I, I mean, you gotta you gotta put in a little run here, otherwise uh, we're gonna be we gotta start looking. Because uh, he's obviously uh, not. The I mean, guy. I bet they're already looking. I, I, I mean, they got I, that yeah, new that stadium. Point, you just got to pull the trigger. Yeah. I mean, with, with that new, sta- you know, with that new arena opening up, you've got to have a good product and fill that that bad boy. Because it's it's it can't be the product that's on the court right now. It's got to be, you know, you got to find a rainmaker. Um, twenty twenty one. So. Not even Shaka can fuck this up. <laughs> oh, fucking famous last words. Right. Right. But let's get some more exciting than basketball because I'm already over it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the transfer portal still full of players. Yeah. No, but no takers, no takers at Texas. Um, no, but Notre Dame, Notre Dame no linebacker guys really anywhere else. No big gets for anybody from the transfer portal that I, that I saw. Yeah. It looks like that. Um, Yeah. That Tennessee edge rushers going to Alabama. looks like they backed up the Brinks truck. Um, so good for them. Um, Figures as much. Oklahoma's getting a bunch of those Tennessee guys. A&M got it's it's unfortunate, but uh, who knows? I, you know, I think we got like three spots left, so I would like to see us bring in at least another running back, maybe a offensive line. Um, you know, maybe uh, probably another edge rusher at this point couldn't hurt. Um, safety help could be you know something to look for, but I, I think a lot of I, I think a lot of it too will be after um, spring games and stuff. Once they realize, hey, I'm not starting, that's when they enter the portal. Um, so you could see some motion, at, you know, after that, uh, especially if uh, the recruiting dead periods, um, you know, back open. I don't know if that affects transfers or not, if they can still visit. But um, either way, uh, I think you'll you'll see some movement in the spring game. It's nice to have a couple um, spots open um, to play around with. So recruits, yeah. Hey, we got uh, we got this. Uh, you know, keeping. Keeping the preferred walk-on program, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of this this walk-on thing, and it's not it's not because I'm I'm Aggie and the twelfth man stuff. I just you know <laughs> I think I think you know having having some good walk-ons, adding filling out that depth, and and a lot of people that want to come here that may have parents that are rich as fuck. Rich, all your rich good white work. kids are belong to us. Let's go. Yeah. Let's uh, yeah. This Cole Lord guy. I mean he he turned down an LSU. F- scholarship to walk on at texas i'm sure he's going to be put on scholarship it's kind of like you know a wink wink deal but it's also i mean he's the grandson of jim bob moffett so like i think he's i think he's doing okay <laughs> like i think yeah. he's i think he's all right um yeah a little ut tuition sprinkled in there is not gonna you know bankrupt anybody i i mean who cares right i mean don't give him any tuition just uh you know let him hang out play you know play the yeah. clipboard game but yeah, Whatever. he's a solid as guy. As long as he's serviceable and good and, and has a shot, 
Yeah, whatever. I think he's a three star. I mean, I think he's rated similar to Charles Wright. So, you know, we'll take that. You know, depth can't be a bad thing, especially if the guy's willing to come in and, you know, carry a clipboard for three, four years and be that quality depth, uh, especially in the quarterback room with the transfer transfer portal. I mean, hell, it, I mean, you could see if if Hudson Card wins a quarterback battle, you could see Casey Thompson try to go get a job somewhere else. And, you know, at that point, it's going to be Hudson Card and then a true freshman, Charles Wright, right behind him. So, I mean, quarterback depth is very much needed. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've uh, we got commit got- coming up. Hell yeah. All gas, no breaks. Finally. Yeah. So, I mean, we had uh, Jaden Blue. We got Armani Winfield. And we have uh, Jalen Gilbo uh, already in the class. But uh, Saturday, uh, Travell Johnson, inside linebacker, um, he's going to be committing and I guarantee it's to Texas. Um, and the kid is an absolute scud missile on the field. Um, dude is fast as hell. Uh, he might be one of my favorite. He is my favorite linebacker in Texas um, besides Perkins. So uh, great get. And then we've got the QB controversy. Because yeah. I guess, I guess yours is, uh, you know, he's just playing hard to get. He's playing hard to get. I don't know if it's done with yours, but Malik Murphy Five-star out of California, coming to Texas this weekend. Um, get to experience that absolute freezing-ass weather. <laughs> I hope he doesn't think this is how it normally is, but um, yeah. Uh, well, dude, reading the thread yeah. and everybody talking about how he, he didn't even play a full game and didn't throw a touchdown. Yeah. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. That's not like... How do you think that? And then the guy that said low ceiling, high ceiling. And oh yeah, low floor, high floor. Up. Yeah, <laughs> it's still mind, mind fucked over that. But uh, I mean, th- the kid has unbelievable arm talent. He looks slow as hell. Um, it looks like he's, but he's huge. Thinner. He's enormous. Yeah, he's huge. He's like six five, two twenty five, and he's sixteen years old. <laughs> like holy crap. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, to me, he reminds me like no catfid, but he looks a little bit like Jameis Winston or like a Dante Culpepper. Um, could see that, or even, you know, uh, maybe even like a Joe Flacco. I mean, he has a huge arm, just an absolute cannon. Um, and if Sark believes in the guy enough to take his commitment, I'm down, like, let's go. Uh, I, nobody's on the Quinn Ewers train more than I am. Um, I would love to get his ass in here, but, um, if he's, gonna freeze his ass up and uh, ass off in Columbus. Let's get the next best thing. And for me, Murphy is definitely the second quarterback on my board. Um, well over club Nick. Um, I don't care. Yeah, that club Nick. I, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I wouldn't be bummed if, if, nah, if he's that fine. Was a get. I mean, that's a good get. It's going to be good for, for the quarterback room. But if you're going to go after somebody and make a statement as a recruiting organization, and, and that's what Texas really wants to build. Yeah, going and getting the best guy out of California, that's a way to tell everybody to wake up. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, I think I think Klubnik, I think he's solid. Honestly, I be, I guarantee he probably would have been the quarterback in the class uh if Herman stayed. Um he fits his offense way better than he does Sark's. Um, you know, he's a lot more of a mobile guy where Sark wants that Mac Jones, that that pocket passer to sit back there and just, you know, fling dimes um downfield. So um, I, I really like Murphy if yours wasn't coming. Um, but I think we're going to see some movement one way or the other. I mean, really, he's coming to Texas this weekend, and I'm sure it's a commitment. I'm positive it's a commitment if, if he hasn't already given a silent commitment. Um, and I think this is going to be Sark telling yours, hey, look, I want my quarterback in the class to to really blow this recruiting game up. It's your last shot. You, you were born 
to be the Texas quarterback. Now is your last chance to make your childhood dreams come true. Shit or get off the pot, buddy. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out with him. And and who knows? I think that yours is a guy you recruit till he signs, really. Um, but you also don't want to get left out in the cold if he does stay up in the cold in Columbus. Yeah. Uh, and then crazy, crazy developments. Yeah. All yeah. California's players are belong to us. Yeah. Right? Br- yeah. Bryce Anderson. Yep. Um, yeah. Bryce Anderson looks like uh, he could be committing to Texas. He's Jaden Blue's cousin, uh, which I didn't know, um, as well as PJ Locke's cousin, I think. I don't know. Every, all the 995ers got my head fucking twisted into that. But yeah, supposedly he's he's there. Um, they're cousin of some sort, and he's a heavy lean to Texas. Hell, it looks like the football brainiacs tweeted out a picture of his commitment video with Longhorn gear on and then put out a huge blurb of like, yeah, he's heavy, heavy Longhorn lean. So, um, yeah, I'd love to take him. And then um, and then, yeah, like you mentioned with the California guys, um, there's uh, uh, CJ Williams, um, Mater Day, who wants to play with Murphy at the next level. Um, So he could be in the class. You could see him as well as uh, uh, I'm not even going to try to butcher his name. They call him hyphen. Um, the athlete, he's either a defensive back or a wide receiver take. Um, yeah, <laughs> let's let's start some nationwide recruiting. You know, we don't have to be confined to Texas. I want to stay Texas as much as we can possibly get. But if not, just nail these guys from out of state. Um, and I think that's exactly what we can do um, with a guy like Murphy. And and I think this at the end, I think this is probably going to be a two quarterback class. Um, so if you get, you know, a Murphy and a, and a Josh Hoover, um, from Rockwall. I mean, that's, that's all you need. You know, that's, that's almost, it's not equal to a yours, but it's, it's the net, the damn near next best thing. Okay. So we've got one more thing on our agenda. More recruiting and, talk, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. More recruiting talk, but this time it's, uh, RGB three's personal. It's personal. Yeah. So after this is, after, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my best 995er face on. You gotta forecast a crystal ball. recruitment. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get your crystal crystal ball. Um, you know, I've got you a pretty good one. Out. I've got a pretty good. I've got a good business crystal ball. I don't know about, uh, I don't know about player recruits. I've never, I've never crystal balled any player recruits or. Uh, there you go. Now your chance like but, this. But yeah, so after decommitting from the Houston Texans, which is a move that I have not regretted for a second since. I mean, the the president, the the only team president that the Texans have ever had, ever had, Jamie Roots, um, the only team president that, that they've ever had resigned because of how big of a shit show it is down on Kirby Drive uh, in Houston, Texas. It's that bad. So I He's done with these people. He's done. And that's crazy. I mean, that guy was making. I feel like like Quinn Ewers when uh, he decommitted from Tom Herman. It's just nice to see the dumpster fire play out. So, um, but, so now I have my official top five NFL teams RGB3 is looking to commit to, commit his lifelong NFL fandom. All right. In no particular order, let's go. Let's go down a list. Let's hear them. Okay, so my, so no particular order. We're gonna start the Las Vegas Raiders. They got the Vegas. I like. The, I like the. I could. I could get down with the Raiders. I've and been thinking you. about. Uh, you know, I don't have an NFL team. I, I usually just follow players, and and fantasy is pretty fun to me. 
Um, and I need Sundays off to, to do other stuff besides football. Sober up. But <laughs> I could be considering as well. If you, if you join on to the Raiders, um, I may, you know, we may have to do a Vegas podcast. Hey, Go to Vegas. That's, that's a exactly destination it. team, bro. That is absolutely a destination team. The jerseys are are sick as hell too. You got, you gotta love the black and silver. I mean, that's just badass. They always had that reputation of being badass and dirty and and Vegas, baby, Vegas, hell yeah. Like, why that wasn't a great excuse to take a trip and go watch, you know, a game or two. And you're right off the strip. And oh, and Derek Carr played at my high school, so that's you know that's another part of it. So. Um, but you know, we'll see how long he lasts there. Anyway, but so Raiders uh, next Saints uh, again, destination city, baby. I love Bourbon Street. I love Pat O'Brien's. I mean, that I, I was born to to go to that city. Crawfish, love it. Um, they also have baller jerseys. Um, so Saints definitely got to make the list. But the, uh, you're gonna you're gonna get on you're gonna get onto the Saints for the for the post Breeze era. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah. feel better about that, you know, so part of me changing and making my commitment, I don't want to be that bandwagon guy. Oh, I'm a Chiefs fan because they're they have Pat Mahomes and they're going to the Super Bowl. So I try to avoid that as much as possible. I'm trying to take out current success um, in my decision uh, because I do want this to be a firm, lifelong commitment. Don't want it to be a recent thing. So, you know, Saints. It's you know I'm not I'm joining a rebuild if if I decide to you know to to don the the Saints gear so maybe um, you could turn them around who dat who dat so uh, <laughs> next squad half the listeners are probably gonna love it half of them are gonna hate it it's the Dallas Cowboys I have to put it out there uh, they gotta right, make move on top next five. team next <laughs> they team. gotta make the top five <laughs> my wife's a fan my dad was a fan. Uh, I, I was a fan. So me personally, I was a fan when, when Bud Adams, fuck him in his grave, fuck that piece of shit. I will always hate that man. I hate him as much as Adolf Hitler. And that is, I mean, okay, that was a lot, but, <laughs> but seriously, I fuck, fuck Bud Adams forever. Um, they, t- he took my fucking team away. So I cheered for the Cowboys from 1994 to 2002 when the Texans came in. Um, they're still in Texas. Easy drive up there. Uh, like I said, the wife's a fan. Um, dad's a fan. Stadium so, is badass. I don't know if you if you can badass the much. It is a, it is a great world, game to watch. Yeah, there. nobody in the world can call me a bandwagon fan because that's just as big as a shit show up there. So, <laughs> I mean, actively leaving Cal McNair, who's a fucking awful owner, to go to Jerry Jones, probably not the smartest decision, but it's got to make my list. Uh, just got to do it, uh, at least just to keep the wife happy at this point. All right, next up. Packers, Green Bay Packers. You got the history there. Um, I've taken a trip to Lambeau before. It was an awesome time. You know, love the snow, snow football. Who doesn't love that? They're always stable. I mean, they went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Nothing wrong about that. Uh, I don't know who's going to be after Rodgers. He might get traded. Um, you know, the the bandwagon-ness uh, is a little high on the Packers, so that, there's some reservation there. Uh, you know, but- I've, always, I've always really liked their gear. I love the color scheme of, color of the scheme Packers. Cool. The green on yellow. I love the color scheme. Fans yeah. out. And, and then uh, the cheese head. Uh, you, you, yeah. there's, there's, uh, funny hats are always great. I mean, yeah, funny I hats would absolutely buy so one fun. of those. I can, hey, and I could be a team owner too. I can just literally buy. Yeah, a you can own some of the team exactly, yeah, and exactly. and really, really just 
be personally invested and financially invested. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, you can't call anybody a bandwagon fan if, if they're the owner of the team. Sorry. I mean, Mark Cuban's a fan of the Mavs too. You don't get mad at him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Plus, have you ever had Spotted Cow, the beer? Yes, I have. Oh my God. It's the best. So when I went up to Lambo, I'd never even heard of it. Everybody's saying, hey, you got to check out Spotted Cow. I probably drank an entire keg of it in a, in a on a long weekend. It was that is so good. So if any excuse to go up there and buy more of that shit to bring it because they don't sell it anywhere besides Wisconsin. That and I love cheese curds. How could you not? Ooh, I love squeakers. <laughs> squeakers are like one of my favorite things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so last All squad, right, last one, last squad. The Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, baby, and. Namely, the real main reason why they're on this list is uh, buffalo wings. Uh, it's my favorite food. Oh, I eat it. Jumping through tables? <laughs> jumping through tables. Set those bitches on fire. I'll jump through a table. I mean, that's how that's how I have to announce my commitment, right? I have to do something crazy. I mean, jumping through a table is, is the start. I mean, and then just eating just a massive amount of buffalo wings, which that probably is going to happen anyway. I mean, there's a pluckers really close to my office. So uh, probably going to happen anyway, but it would give me even a better excuse. But bandwagon is a little high. Josh Allen's a stud, you know, there. So we'll see. Also, fuck New York. I hate that entire state. So um, that would be a problem. You know, I, I would definitely have to separate those two things. So, you know, you know, one, one of the things on this list, it does make a lot of sense, right? I know uh, you live in the Houston metro area, and, but they still show the Cowboys games all over Texas. Every Cowboys game is still on TV. If you choose any one of these other four teams, they you got to get you got to get the NFL, get the NFL uh, Sunday ticket, right? Yeah, yeah. or or you can get the red zone thing. Yeah, that is a factor. Uh, I do have red zone already, but I would have to get you know the ticket. I think now you can sign up for individual teams. I have to I have to research that. That's going to be something. So the NFL the NFL.com has the game stream pass as well, nice. which is significantly cheaper. And, and if you stream most of the games, you can easy. do that. But that, you know, has to be taken into consideration. That hometown sure. ease ease into it. No extra money out of pocket. Right. That's three hundred dollars or something a year. Yeah. Well, hey, I got to buy a new wardrobe anyway, too. So so I've made uh, made my buddies and I told them about my decommitment and they said they'll support that as long as I do a couple things. So I got to burn all my Texans gear. So that that'll happen. I will burn that uh, maybe live on the podcast. I'll probably burn the shit and we'll post the video up on Surly. Um, so got to burn all my Texans gear. I have to watch um, two full seasons of their worst football in years. So um, if they went four and 12 in 2002, I have to watch all 16, ga- 16 games of that season. You can watch them in the, in the rewind, right? Either exactly. They yeah. I'll the, find yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah they're yeah, probably yeah. on YouTube or some shit too. So, so I got to watch at least two full seasons and I got to buy gear of the team, obviously. So, um, so yeah, so that's the so deal. It's a real commitment. This is it's a, a real, real commitment. This is lifelong. Guys. This yeah, is this a real is, commitment. This is lifelong. You know, this isn't, yeah, I'm not flipping. You know, respect my decision. All glory to God. Uh, no interviews, please, except on the Surly Horns podcast. Actually, everybody come on, interview. <laughs> yeah, exclusive interview as long as we're on the podcast. Yep, but I will be making my commitment live next week on the Surly Horns podcast. 
um, with videos dropping in the podcast thread after uh, probably me burning some Texans gear, um, probably me donning one of these five teams. So I will throw in one last caveat to these top five teams. Um, if Deshaun Watson gets traded someplace pretty fucking cool that's not on this list, like the Steelers, I'm following Deshaun. So uh, got to throw that caveat in there, um, but he's probably not going to get traded. Or if he is, he's probably going to get traded to the Jets, and there's absolutely no way I'm going to be a Jets fan. Fuck that noise. So they are – I mean, they're serious. They're serious about just eating it and telling Deshaun, Let it, if you there. don't like it, son, you can sit. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's sounding like. I mean, the president knows that that's coming, and I'm pretty sure that's why he bailed is because he doesn't want to have anything to do with that. Yeah, get out while the getting's good is all you really can do. And guess what? I got out while the getting's good because I'm done. Jack Easterby, fuck you. (laughs) Nice. All right. Well, that's the show for this week. Uh, I hope you guys had as much fun as we did with the show. Uh, It's always a good time talking to the community. I know we promised merch a couple weeks back. I got swamped with work, about to go to Cancun, get some Hell sun. Yeah. Uh, but after I get back, I'm getting that merch, and it'll be up in the store. Love it. Yep. Got to get that merch. Can't wait to wear a Surly Horns podcast t-shirt. Um, I need at least five so I can wear one every single day. Um, I'll wash it on Saturdays. So. All right. All gas, no brakes. Hook them. Hook them. <laughs>